It's a hard reality to know you're getting older. Believe me, I sit next to Pat every single day. But we all have to go through it. And with it comes some aches and pains with every single step. But the good part is the pains are fixable. And one quick stop into Titan MRI will get you going in the right direction. There's lots of us out there that think we can just handle pain or it'll just eventually go away. But what you may not realize, you could be ruining yourself for many years to come. I'm telling you, go see Joe and the crew at Titan MRI. Their entire mindset is finding out what you need to feel better and getting it to someone that can fix it. With an average scan time of just 10 to 15 minutes, you'll be back on your way, carrying on your day in no time. Titan MRI is the only locally owned and operated MRI center in Gainesville, and their staff has more than 20 years of experience in the community. And they've been so good that Lake City came calling. They've got a place that is perfect up in Columbia County as well. Even your own doctors are bringing their families to Titan MRI. So get in front of those aches and pains and tell your doctor to refer you to Titan MRI. This program is paid for by Talking Reds, LLC. The tailgate with Jeff Cardozo and Pat Dooley is on the air. Let's do it. It's go time. You can be part of the show by calling 392-TALK. That's 392-8255. You know, if I'm saying something to you, I don't say to you, I'm going to say something to you, and then say it, I just say it. Or hit the guys up on social media by tweeting to at Jeff Cardoza UF and at Pat underscore dueling the grill is hot and the beverages are ice cold it's time to tailgate here are jeff and pat all right we are here we are at the hilton as we always are for home games on a friday i hope you're having a great friday spitting a little rain out there but it's nothing serious and just a little bit of clouds coming through but tomorrow is going to be an unbelievable day when you think about when when that game is teed up according to my weather bug which of course is not the most reliable thing in the world when that game is teed up it's going to be 70 degrees and sunny where else do you want to be than at the swamp to watch this game important game for florida of course against arkansas important game for arkansas too and you know we've talked all week about how Gator fans can't look at this and go, ah, we don't need to be loud. We don't need to be like Auburn 2019 loud or Tennessee this year loud or Utah last year loud. You do. This is a big game for Florida as far as – in so many ways. And, I, I look, Monday I was poo-pooing bowl eligibility and I was just in a mood. It's important if, as far as going to a bowl, but um, – it's not so much the extra practices, because I pointed this out. I think Florida had seven extra practices last, last year because they played in an early bowl game. I think it was, what was it, December 17th? Seems like it was somewhere around there. So it's not necessarily that you get those extra practices. It is that you um, your, your brand doesn't take a hit. You don't go to a bowl, your brand takes a hit. That's just the way it is. It took a hit. Uh, McIlwain's last year, but he was already fired. It took a hit. Mac, uh, Muschamp's third year, and he wasn't fired when they went 4-8. and eight. Um, it, it is amazing to think that Florida is sitting here because, you know, I, I mentioned this about Ron Zook being the speaker at the quarterback club Tuesday. And I was, one way I introduced him, part of the introduction was, yeah, this guy would win eight games every year. You know, of course, now that sounds great, and it does. And he was beating great teams. He was 
He beat, don't forget, in 2003, beat number one um, LSU that went ended up winning the national title. So it wasn't like he was not beating anybody. He was playing a, a tough schedule as always. His biggest problem was he would lose games he shouldn't lose, like the one that got him fired, Mississippi State. But it's not about Ron Zook. It's about uh, what Billy Napier and what he can do with his team. And, of course, the Shamar James thing happening yesterday or being announced yesterday apparently had been known since Monday. But uh, it is um, it is certainly seen the spread change. That was a spread that when it opened, because I always check them on Sunday, and as soon as they post, because usually they don't, not all of them post right away. And I'm again, guys, I'm I'm not encouraging gambling, and I don't gamble, but I'm curious what the spread is. So the spread was seven. And then it dropped to six. And I'm like, oh, money's coming in on Arkansas. It has already now dropped to three and a half. And I think maybe some of it is, are the wise guys sitting out there going, well, wait a minute. Uh, Arkansas is going to simplify their game plan. They're going to take a lot of plays out of the game plan. They're going to probably stick with the run. They get Rocket Sanders back. Now, how effective he'll be, we don't know. They've got a quarterback bigger than all Florida's uh, linebackers and secondary. So he's like the – every time he goes on the field, he is what? He might be the fourth biggest player on the field. Um, I, I don't know if there, – there's a couple of ends there at Florida. I'm not sure are bigger than him. He's a big dude. Uh, but he obviously he hadn't had a great year. But there's – New life in in Arkansas because they've got a new coordinator and they got rid of the guy that wasn't allowing them to play fast. But they they probably are going to play fast. But they're I I think they're going to try to pound the ball. But I think that's where the wise guy said, "Hey, Florida doesn't have its best tackler. They don't have their leading tackler and probably their best tackler." Arkansas is going to uh, dumb down the game plan to make it easier for their new coordinator. I, again, I don't, I don't know if you call somebody a new coordinator if they get the job in the middle of the year and they may not be back. <laughs> you never know. But he is the coordinator, and he's going to be calling the plays. So um, I think there's a lot of, lot of the money that's saying, hey, look, I think Arkansas could win this game. Now, you should have thought that before. You should have thought that when they were seven-point favorites. Uh, Florida was a seven-point favorite. And look, this game could go the opposite way. This could be the game where Trey Wilson not only makes has 11 catches like he did against Georgia, but he has a bunch of deep balls and, and gets behind the defense, and, and they score a lot of points. And Ricky Pearsall does great things. And Mertz, and they throw the ball. I know Jeff feels strongly they should throw the ball a lot in this game. Um I think I think you have to wait and see how the game goes and how it's being played before you make a decision on your game plan. You come in with a game plan, but then you better be able to adjust during. And I've been critical of this staff for not maybe adjusting until halftime, and that was the same thing with the other staff, with the previous staff. It almost felt like let's let's just get to halftime and figure out what's going wrong. Well, I, you got. 95 assistant coaches. You should be able to figure out what's going wrong and make an adjustment quickly. So we'll see how it goes. And I know that a lot of fans are excited about going to the game 
you know, the penultimate home game for the Gators. Only one left uh, against FSU. And then, you know, of course, two road games coming up the next two weeks. Not easy, uh, no doubt about it. It's going to be a tough road for Florida to get to six. It's going to be a tough road to get to seven. Uh, I, I think anything less than seven, you feel like you're kind of spinning your wheels a little bit. But we've seen an influx of talent, and we've seen a what's the word exit of people that didn't want to do it the right way or do it the way that Billy Napier wants to do it. And again, nobody you can argue that the the way that Coach A or Coach B does it is the way to do it. Uh, but this is the way Billy Napier wants to do it and the way his assistant coaches want to do it, and some guys didn't want to do it that way, and so they're gone. So I do feel like the roster has gotten better for what Florida wants to do this year, uh, but if if you go 5-7, and seven, how you aren't making progress is what I would say. Now, you're making progress with the roster. It's going to be a better roster next year. And it, that's what your goal is. Your goal is to keep building that roster, keep making that roster better. And if you can do that, that's the key. That's how you stack you stack recruiting classes on each other, and you get to be a you get to wor- the point where you have a good roster. Now, today I was doing a bunch of different radio shows, uh, not this one, of course, the one I'm committed to 100. percent But I was doing uh, I did one in Fayetteville, one in Vegas, one in um, in Jacksonville. And there were a lot of questions about if Florida loses this game, what does it mean? I'm like, it means they'll be f- five and four. Yeah, that's what it means. You know, you you got to go ne- play the next game. Now, I'm not optimistic about their chances of winning in Baton Rouge. Certainly not optimistic about them winning in Columbia. Although maybe Georgia beats them up so bad, it and it, Georgia apparently beat up Florida pretty bad uh, with all the guys that are injured. But. Um, We'll see what happens with, with going forward. But the bottom line is it's only about this game. And that's I, I'm sure that Billy has made sure that his guys understand it. It's only about this game. And it's only about playing against Arkansas. It's not about playing this four-game stretch. It's not about having a November to remember. It is about playing this game. Black jerseys, black helmets, all that stuff, none of that matters. What matters is that you go out and you play at the best level, the highest level, the toughest level you can play in this game, and you get this win. And you then you move forward to the next game. And, and, and that's the thing. If they win, if they're if they able to win this game against Arkansas, and again, they're only three-and-a-half-point favorites now, but if they're able to win this game, now you're six and three. Now you feel like, hey, you know, we might be able to do something here down the stretch. Why can't we beat Missouri? Why can't we beat LSU? They can play no defense. Especially, and that's another thing, I'm curious about watching that Alabama-LSU game. I, obviously, I'm looking forward to it. It's going to be a great game. But teams that play LSU or play anybody after they played Alabama, usually struggle because physically they're a little beat up. So we'll see if that happens or not. We will uh, take a break, our first break of the day. Jeff is here, so he's ready to join us. And we'll come back and we'll take uh, any uh, more of your, or all of your calls, whatever calls you want to give us. 
uh, here on the tailgate here on WRUF ESPN. Gainesville Sports Center. Here's what's trending now on ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF. Good afternoon. I'm Brady Frakis, and here is your Gainesville Sports Center. Football is back in the swamp this week as the Florida Gators welcome in Arkansas for a Week 10 matchup. Florida will debut their highly anticipated black jerseys. Arkansas has struggled immensely this year with a 2-6 record, while Florida is at 5-3. Kickoff is set for noon. Catch all the action right here tomorrow at 8. Girls Volleyball is in action of the Old Dome tonight at 7 with the Tennessee Volunteers in town. The Gators have been impeccable with a record of 14-5 and are seeking to take down Tennessee. Coverage begins right here at 645. Shifting to local high school football, there are 11 games scheduled for tonight. Two good games in store with Trinity Catholic taking on number one Buholtz, while Citrus goes head-to-head with number two Williston. That's your Gainesville Sports Center. I'm Brady Frakis. ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF. Gator Nation, how you doing? This is Jamil, owner of the Mealy Pop Shop, Gainesville's home for collectibles of all sorts, including every single type of sports card, whether it be Panini, Tops, Leaf, Upper Deck. We have it. Come on in, get yourself a box, a pack, get yourself some supplies, get into our breaks, get your Pokemon, get your Yu-Gi-Oh! All the other different kinds of TCG products that we carry in shop are always fully in stock. You can find our stuff on our website as well, mealypops.com. That's another way you can interact with the store, or you can just come into the shop. We're located off 39th Avenue by I-75 behind Walgreens and Sunny's. Stop on by. We're open every Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. And you can check us out on our social media platforms, Instagram, TikTok, whatnot, Facebook, Twitter, and YouTube. We'd love to see you. Come on out to the shop. Have some fun. We're located off 39th Avenue by I-75 behind Walgreens and Sunnies. Be a part of the card community here in Gainesville. And always, go Gators! There's a ton of things I love doing. That's why I have so many fun jobs and why I try so hard to make it to the kids' concerts, recitals, and games. But with everything that's going on, it doesn't leave me much time to take care of the chores at home. And since I hate chores, especially cleaning, I let the experts handle that one for me. Each week, a fully trained team from Molly May dusts, vacuum, wipes, cleans, whatever I need them to do in the house, leaving me more time to do the things I enjoy. Molly Maid is fully insured and is ready to do your dirty work for you as well. Call them up at 378-7755 or check them out online at mollymade.com. They're made for this. Here are your three grilled cheeseburgers. Enjoy your Sonic. So what came first, the grilled cheese or the burger? So you know the burger had to come first. You go back hundreds of years. I don't know, cheese has been around hundreds of years, too. What do you get when you combine a grilled cheese with a cheeseburger? The new Sonic Grilled Cheeseburger. Made with 100% pure seasoned beef and Texas toast. Try one half price in the app. Wow, this is a good debate. Online only or in the Sonic app. Add-ons extra. Limit one. Not good with other offers. Limited time only at participating Sonic drive-ins. I was in a car accident that ultimately resulted in the death of my best friend. I initially contacted another law firm and I thought I was confident in that decision. As time went on, I was at a loss. I eventually reached out to Melvin Law from a family friend who knows Carrie himself, and I gave him a call, and they completely changed everything for me. If we can help you, give us a call at 1-800-373-8000. At Melvin Law, we won't back down. Emergencies are awful and normally happen at the worst time imaginable. No one likes it when something unexpected happens, and more often than not, you've got to spend a ton of effort and time trying to fix it. But I want to tell you about a company that I've seen firsthand fix things, and they were fantastic. ServPro of Gainesville, Alachua County provides 24-7 emergency water restoration and dryout. 
fire restoration, mold remediation, reconstruction, and that's just to name a few of everything they do. No matter your needs, everything is done to industry standards in the most thorough way possible. So there's no way you should call anybody else around because they can handle any size loss, big or small. Independently owned and operated, the ServPro crew will be there for you. So let them seize the job and ensure your emergency will be handled the right way. ServPro is the only official cleanup and restoration company of the Florida Gators. The Dan Patrick Show, weekday mornings at 9, right here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF, and anywhere in the world on the WRUF radio app. This is the voice of the Gators, Sean Kelly, and you're listening to The Tailgate with Jeff Cardozo and Pat Dooley, right here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF, the home of the Florida Gators. All right, all right, all right. We are here at the Hilton, where the Gators come to stay. Ah, very nice. Should be a marketer. I could do that. Yeah, I'm good at slogans. Jeff is here after uh, cutting his round of golf short, which I appreciate. Just for you, Duels. Well, you're a good guy. Yep. Yeah, I mean, you're an okay guy. Great day, though, out at the uh, Mark Bostic Golf Course. And give a shout-out to... All the uh, Gator Golf Booster staff that was there, of course, Scott and his crew. But um, it, it was fun. It was, you know, it's, it's Gator Golf Day. For for those that don't know what that is, it's basically have every Gator golfer, men and women, and they are on the tees. So they'll you get an opportunity to meet them all as you go throughout the course, and then they tee off, you tee off, and if they hit a better ball, then you get to use their ball. But that didn't always happen. With the way I was playing today. Oh, here we go. So let me good. ask you this: I played really well today. Tell me that they were they did the appropriate thing and have Ian Gilligan hitting on the eighth hole, so it'd be Gilligan's Island. Uh, he was not on. Uh, oh man, that would have been hilarious. Eight. Yeah, <laughs> but that would have that would have been good. They had a, a freshman from. I tried to talk to a majority of them. They had a freshman from Boca Raton on, and so I asked them. Because we, we were held up a little bit right there, so I got a chance to talk to him. And I said, when did you commit? Like, did you just commit because you, you know, they, they won a national title? It's kind of messing with him. He goes, I committed in the seventh grade. Yeah. And I was like, holy crap. I will tell you this, um, and JC's done an incredible job, but it, it's great that the the groundwork that was laid for him by Buddy sure. before Buddy Buddy recruited a bunch of these kids and then JC came in now again we're how, ten years out yeah we're ten years out but that, that, so it, it never really fell off and that was um, that's a good thing and JC's doing a tremendous job out there and that that Gator Golf Day is a big deal to the golf community because you want to get those guys to. Again, the guys that are making the money out mm-hmm. there still, you know, the Horschels and the, I don't know, DeMarco's making it on the senior tour. So. Yeah, Horschel was out there, so yeah. Billy Billy said hey and um, got to talk to him for a few minutes, so that was fun. Got to play with Nick Gillum, former uh, NCA champ, so that Nobody was better always to play a, with than that, a good time. But yeah, it was, a, it was a fun day for sure. It was weird, though. There's like this little wet stuff. Fell from the sky for a few minutes. It came out of nowhere. I'm, I it was, was beautiful today. I know, and I was literally driving, and I was like, "What? What is this thing that that's coming from the sky? I don't know what it is." Yeah. Um, and it, yeah. So it's just a 
kind of a little pop-up shower, and there's a couple of them, but it's going to be great tomorrow. 70 degrees at game time. 70. 70 wow. and sunny. So don't. But I couldn't wear a black shirt because it would reflect the sun prop improperly. No, not nobody's buying that. No. Yeah. So if you don't want to wear black, that's fine. That's what your choice is. But don't <laughs> say it's because it was too hot outside. Yeah, it is uh, definitely not the case there. All right, if you want to call us up, you can, 392-8255. Nick is back in the studio. Again, we are live at the uh, the UF Hilton. It is awesome. Uh, many people at the bar just met somebody that uh, came over, has been listening for a long time, Duels. Yep, yep. He said you were way uglier than in person than what he thought. I don't disagree with so him. So that, uh, that was good. And, um, you know, it's, it's great. Team will be here uh, in just a little bit. But, of course, you've got Shula's and you've got uh, the, the best staff in the world. Bartenders are always amazing. Bar's and, pretty uh, lively tonight. Yeah, yeah it's, for, it's for good. For 30 or whatever it is, yeah. Arkansas's a big game, Dill's Got to get right. bowl eligible. Hey, hey Arky, let me tell you what. I got some good Arkansas stories, I'll tell you. All right. From my trips, many trips out there. I, I think we went out there four or five times. Yeah. I think that's what it the was. The last time we were there, it was not good. It was not good, and that I that was, was Luke Del Rio game, right? It was, and he was hurt going into the game and got more hurt yeah. in the game. But Arkansas basically curb stopped Florida. They just beat them up. I remember Anzalone broke his arm in that game. Yeah, uh, other guys got hurt. Florida came out of that game, but they had nothing left. They they had just beaten them. And they, that's what their plan was. They were going to physically beat them up. And that's what I'm worried about with tomorrow is that um, because Florida's, you know, physically has not developed into a, you know, big physical strong team and you got some guys out that uh, they're just going to say, hey, we got a new coordinator. We've cut all the good plays out. We're just going to run it up the middle. And they may that may be good enough. Yeah, and, and it's definitely – I don't know if scarier is the right word, but I, I think I'm I'm more fearful about what Arkansas can do because they did change coordinators. Like you almost wish it was the other guy that was garbage because they weren't doing anything. But they they realize that you've got to be better than scoring three points against Mississippi State, and they've got to change something and fix something. Yeah. So that's that's always a dangerous type of team, especially when they then have a bye week. They have a lot of different things that they can run up and prepare for and, and do all that stuff. So, yeah, certainly uh, it's not going to be easy tomorrow, no, th- despite no, them being 0-5. No. Yeah. Well, and th- the other thing is they have given up 31 sacks. They can't all be on the quarterback, sure. right? So that means that their offensive line has not been very good. Uh, talking to Tom Murphy yesterday for the podcast and uh, who writes for the uh, uh, Northwest, or Northwest Arkansas Gazette, and he was talking about how they, yeah, and they can't create running lanes either. That's been their problem. So now they get Rocket Sanders back, but if there's nothing to run into, I mean, unless you're Barry Sanders and you can <laughs> make some guys miss. Um, so that may be, that's where it'll be interesting to see if Florida can maybe win that line of scrimmage because obviously they did not last week. They ha- I don't clearly haven't won the line of scrimmage in any of their losses. You know, they've, they've gotten dominated on it. So, so I, I hope they they can they can show show up for this game in that way. And, and I I guess that's my question for all of you out there listening: Are are you worried about this game? Are you confident 
about this game because the Gators are at home and Arkansas hasn't won a game yet in the SEC and you shouldn't have a problem. Like where where are your feelings? Because I think mine have certainly changed a little bit, even from the beginning of the week, especially watching some stuff, reading some stuff. But I, I do think Florida will come out and play hard. Yeah, I, I And, and I, I, I don't think there's a problem there. There's no letdown or anything else from the Georgia game and nothing about giving up. I think Napier's done a really good job about making sure that they forget about what happened against Georgia but understand that, hey, that's where they need to get, but that's that's not what's happening this year. It's go now win a game that you're supposed to win in a place where you've won a lot of games and take care of business. Yeah, absolutely. I would show them film of the 2000, was it 18, Missouri game after they lost to Georgia and then they got trounced by Missouri because they didn't show up for that game and, and just say, listen, what can happen? This is how you can get embarrassed if you don't do things the right way. So I, w- I would bring that up. But, again, I'm the guy who said they ought to have Spurrier come talk to him, and he did, and they lost by a lot. A lot. A lot to a little. But, um, yeah, so, I mean, you know, I- I'm with you, Jeff. I think Florida is going to play at, a- at the right level. Now, are they going to be able to eliminate some of the mistakes that have haunted them at every loss? It's either been a special teams – well, actually, it's been a special teams mistake in all three losses. Um, it has been uh, getting dominated at the line of scrimmage, both lines of scrimmage uh, in all three losses. So don't let three losses become four losses, I guess is the way to say it, and, and go out there and, and take control of the line of scrimmage. So, um, And, again, I don't – I, I don't know what's going to happen tomorrow. I, I'm back to that. I don't have. I had a feel for this game, and now it's kind of gone away. I don't. It's kind of drifted off into the nether. Region. Give me the beat, boy. My soul. You're drifting away. Dobie Gray. Drift away. Uh, all right. Let's go to the phones as we uh, drift out that way. Rob is ready to chat to us here on the tailgate. Hey, Rob. What's up, man? Welcome. Man, ready to battle. Hey, um. I don't. I know they always play hard. They got to play well. Yeah. I mean, I'm telling you, they that first drive against Georgia, <clears throat> they they went away from that, and they needed to continue to follow that format. Steve Spurrier, when he had a good play, he would run it till you stopped it. He would run it till you stopped it, and he knew the bread and butter. And here we have a great first drive. And I'm like, oh, they're playing well or whatever, and then they step all over themselves. They didn't. Georgia did. Georgia's a great team, but they more beat themselves more than they than than, than Georgia beats up on them. I mean, the mistakes are. I think it's immense. a little bit of both, yeah, a little bit of both. Well, we, yeah, but when you get that deep into the season and you're supposed to play your best game, and you you draw a setback, now you've got Arkansas breathing down your throat, and it's not a gimme. Or you're, or you're highly confident, this is a big game for Billy because he's got to get out of this mediocrity. Now, I, I just was totally disappointed in the way our, our guys don't understand the Florida-Georgia rivalry. That is a game that should be on your mind as a Florida football player from the day you get to Florida. That team right there, if we don't beat them, and let them embarrass like they've been embarrassing us, well, then screw it. But we have to move on from that. What I'm saying, against Arkansas, 
We've got to play as a team. We've got to play as a unit. But the most important thing, they play hard. But you can play hard, but you got to play well. And if you play well, you're gonna, you're gonna, you're gonna, you're gonna win. That first drive, and that's the, our slants are our, our strength, and our tight ends are our strength. When we deviate from that, we lose sight of who we are. So y'all have a good one, man. All right, Rob. Yep. Thank you so much. Uh, I, I do think that Florida tried to go back to the, the slant, but they well they took destroyed they, it after that first drive. Yeah, Georgia just, totally adjusted. Yeah. And even Mertz said they they adjusted all their coverages and everything. And yeah, I think again, you got to give them a lot of credit. Then you've got to adjust back, you know. And I think sometimes but when you try to adjust back and you got no time to throw, then it's not going to work. Yeah. So, so that that was part of the problem, and that's where Rob's saying that you got to play well. I, I mean, can't make mistakes. You cannot. Against anybody, Florida should not make the mis- kind of mistakes they made in that game. No, no matter n- against Georgia, you're done. You're finished. You have got no chance to win. But even against an Arkansas, an zero and five in the SEC, Arkansas, even against you know some other teams in, in the conference that aren't great, if you go and they did it against Vanderbilt, where they went out and made a bunch of mistakes last year in that loss. So you can't make mistakes you've got to stay focused you've got to do the right things don't commit penalties don't turn the ball over and um, certainly don't get don't have a special teams mistake because there's been one with every loss and and i don't think that florida was coming out soft against georgia i think they came out and they and, understood the rivalry yeah, they, the, there was nothing they had a a part of that. To them. they were just not, not as, as good, good. No, they aren't and I don't know when they're going to be as good. I hope that one day in the next few years they'll be as good. But they're not. Yeah, I mean that, that's now. part of the problem, Rob. I think these guys do do come out and play hard, and they want to play well. And obviously, some teams prevent you from playing well, and that was certainly what Georgia did. They they didn't play the greatest against Utah or Kentucky, and, and guys need to step up. And you know now you're going to have to have other guys step up. With Shamar not going to be there, and that's kind of the the leader of that entire defense so hopefully they can figure that out because i guess the good thing is and and we can talk about this more when we come back from this break is the the gators do have a quarterback that hasn't been as good this year for arkansas that he has been in the last couple of years and whether it's because of a piss poor offensive line or what kj jefferson has certainly regressed from uh, what was maybe the best quarterback coming back this year well, there was going into most, it. Most people going into the season had him two. Yeah, they had Jaden Daniels one and, and and KJ Jefferson two, and I don't think anybody's got him two now no. because he's not had a good year. And he, look, he struggled. Maybe again, it was you change offensive coordinators because um, I'm trying to remember who left left for TCU, the offensive coordinator. Who was there before? Yeah, and I'm I going blank his on his name. But anyway, he left for TCU when when Kendall Browse left for Clemson. Uh, neither one of them have been very good offensively this year. Nope. But and and the guy they left behind was Dan Enos. And when Dan Enos was hired, I was like, man, that's a good hire. He's 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 really well respected. I he'll do a good job. But it it was just awful. I mean, their offense is last in the SEC in yards. Yep. That's not a good place to be. Well, nothing awful about uh, being here. It is a good place to be. We are at the UF Hilton, and uh, we'll take a break. Come uh, by if you would like to. Great bar, great people, and we'll have a great time here on WRUF. 
Live from Weimar Hall on the campus of the University of Florida, ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. We all expect quality in our service providers. The word itself means the degree of excellence of something. Now throw in the word plumbing after that, and it would mean the excellence of plumbing. And that's exactly what our community has been getting for nearly four decades from the fine folks at Quality Plumbing. Now you can always spend time and money trying to fix things yourself, or you can call the professionals at Quality Plumbing and get it done right the first time. Quality Plumbing, since 1984. Their name says it all. License number CFC 043 We're constantly telling you about all the great things that you can go buy at Oaks Jewelry at a fraction of the cost of getting things at the mall across the street. And while that's still true, now's the perfect time to have Oaks Jewelry buy something from you. Gold and silver prices have skyrocketed. And if you got anything just laying around in the drawer or you just need a little extra cash, we'll take it to Oaks Jewelry and walk out of there a winner. The price of gold hasn't been this high in a really long time, so now's the perfect time to stop by and get the most out of it. Turn that old jewelry that you never wear into a great trip somewhere this summer. Oaks Jewelry, making people sparkle and smile for decades. The barbecue dream began just before the Gators started winning a bunch of championships in the mid-2000s. And more than a decade later, I'm grateful to Gainesville. Just want to say thanks for helping us put the ribs back in barbecue. Hey, this is Adam of Adam's Rib Company. My wife Michelle and I just love seeing thousands of you that have made our restaurant a place to gather, chat, root on the Gators, and chow down on some barbecue. From their slow-smoked ribs, pork, or chicken with flavors that are fantastic, to homemade side dishes of anything imaginable, there's a reason why I use Adam's for a ton of my lunch breaks in between the many jobs from game day ordering to that special event where you don't want to cook we're here to help whether it's an intimate setting amongst friends or a tailgate party for the game we'll fix you up right with the freshest meats and ingredients to make sure your barbecue package is complete so check them out online at adamsribco.com but be prepared to drool when you see the menu or better yet stop by their dining location on 13th street or the place that northwest gainesville has fallen in love with the new carryout spot on 43rd and 53rd right across the street from Publix. If you still can't find them, just stick your nose out the window. It'll guide you to the best barbecue in town. Well, we all hope to be at the top of our game with everything we do. Hard work certainly helps, but so does preventing things from going haywire. So for me, it's maintaining my physique with a little less gummy bears. For those with AC units, it's a maintenance plan that'll keep you cool all year long. And there is nobody better at it than Crystal Air and Water. They've got fast service and flat rates with no surprises, no contracts, no pressure, and you can cancel anytime. Their four-tier preventative maintenance plan has something to suit whatever need you have. So when you need to feel secure that your AC unit is at the top of its game, a call to Crystal Air and Water is one you want to make. From the UF Weather Center, here is your WRUF weather update. A few stray showers are possible into the start of the evening, closer to Highway 301. Otherwise, partly cloudy skies. Tonight, low temperatures a bit milder than the past few days. They'll drop to the mid-50s with low clouds possible in the morning, turning mostly sunny by tomorrow afternoon. With high temperatures in the mid-70s, a breeze should gust between 10 and 15 miles an hour tomorrow. From the UF Weather Center, I'm meteorologist Megan Borowski. This is the Swamp. No play action. Pocket closing. Tapped at the 15 yard line. Yes, sir. Florida returns to the Swamp to host the Arkansas Razorbacks. 15, 10 to the house. Touchdown, Gators. 
Kickoff is set for noon Eastern, 11 a.m. Central, with pregame coverage starting at 9 a.m. Eastern, 8 Central, right here on your home for Florida Gators football. We are ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 a.m. WRUF. The, the, the Dan Patrick Show. Dan Patrick. Yeah! It feels like when Russell Wilson was successful in Seattle, they managed the offense. They had a great defense, and Pete Carroll managed the offense. Don't need to throw the ball 25, 30 times. They were very successful. Feels like Sean Payton would like to bring that back. The Dan Patrick Show. Dan and the Danettes, and you. Weekday mornings at 9, right here on WRUF. From athlete activism to athletic achievements, we have you covered. Your home for every important sports story. ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF, the home of the Florida Gators. This is Gator Volleyball Head Coach Mary Wise, and you are listening to The Tailgate with Jeff Cardoza and Pat Dooley, right here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF, the home of the Florida Gators. Man, it is Friday, and we are at the Hilton at the No Name Lounge, which is where we are every Friday for home games. Only got one more left after this, so please enjoy this game. Enjoy going out there, being part of uh, the Gator Nation, and then uh, and know that you've got one more to go, and that's it, and you're done. And then, Nelson, you're going to be going, is basketball starting? Well, basketball starts Monday, so you can go to that game, too. I think I'm going to wander out there since we don't have a show Monday. Yeah. I think I'm going to wander out and watch the uh, Mighty Gators play basketball. That'll uh, that'll be good for shizzle. All right, back to the phones we go. It is time for uh, Steve to join us here on the tailgate. Hey, Steve, welcome. Thanks. So, I mean, I've been listening to all the complaints. Everybody's upset we didn't beat Georgia. I mean... They're the number one team in the country for a reason. Uh, nobody's supposed to beat them. They're number one, or they were. Or they're number two. But, I mean, I think anybody that expected us to beat Georgia was just engaging in wishful thinking because even if we played a perfect game, I don't think we would have been. I mean. Yeah, it would have it been tough. Completely agree. Sure. Yeah, I mean, so, I mean I, and, nobody and, expected us to beat Georgia. And, and I think my my hope even was to to keep it around a ten point game, which it and and that would have been probably executing almost perfectly. I, I think it, you know it would have been yeah very difficult to say Florida would would go in there and even if they played well win that game. Georgia would have had to make a million mistakes, and then I think it was even more evident by just the the look of the the players on each side. But again, I, I still think. Florida's going to eventually get there. It just it takes time oh, yeah. to get to a point where a team's now the, the the best of the best and might win three straight national titles. Yeah, and the next recruiting class is a good start in that sure. direction. But well, and that's what you have to do game. is you have, you have to stack them up. You have to have three or four good recruiting classes in a row, and that allows you not to no. worry about when guys get hurt. You're, it's not as big a deal. Yep, but you got to get the first one, and then you can build yeah. on that, and it looks like we've done that. I mean, uh, we better win this game because if we want to go to a bowl game because the next three are going to be pretty tough. Yeah, no, it, they're going to be underdogs in all three. There's no doubt about it. So, 
All right, that's all I had to say. Thanks, all right, Steve. Guys. Yep, thank you. Appreciate you uh, you chiming in today. Listen, Flor- Florida's the, the better team, but I still think this will be close as of all of Arkansas games that have been close. And having, excuse me, the game here at home will I think, be better. You, you should, again, I think have a good crowd, and they'll be yelling and screaming, and they'll be all into it, and that should help, help Florida too. But Absolutely. when it's all said and done, just... Go take care of business. Win by one, as Dooley always says. It's all you need to win by. You don't need to win by the spread. You just need to win by one because it goes, it goes either as a W or an L. L's are bad. W's are good. Somebody asked me today how many L's uh, would hurt the recruiting class, and I said, you know what? The L, the only L that matters, likeness. That's <laughs> that's the only one that matters. Uh, because it still comes down to NIL, and I, I don't think Florida is going to lose anything from this class nope. based on how they're whether they're not playing up to the level. I think guys are looking at it and going, I like the young guys that are playing, and I like the fact that I can be part of that. And, um, you know, Lagway is going to bring a bunch of guys in here as well that are going to want to come here. So it's going to get better. And, uh, look, but we're also not asking you – we're. On the one hand, we're, we're trying to tell people to be, be patient. But on the other hand, we're saying, but we don't expect you to be totally patient. We don't expect you to go, well, well, I don't even need to go to the game. And if, if you're saying we're not going to be any good for two more years. No, you, no, it's not that. No, go win this game. And, and you need to support them to, yeah. to help them be good. I mean, there's a significant advantage to being at home and people who say that i always it cracks me up when somebody says you know i'm i'm not spending any more money on gator stuff and i'm not going to any more games because i don't like the way they're playing all right so how's that going to help yep how's that going to help the program how's that going to help the coach how's that going to help the team how's it going to help the players no you know you spend what you can whatever you can if you're going to support the team you support the team if you don't want to go divorce them go root for somebody else agreed all right back to the phones we go byron is going to join us next here on the tailgate hey byron what's up hey same old stuff jeff i appreciate you and pat appreciate you taking my call listen is this the last time you'll be at the hilton this year uh should should be for florida florida state as well okay okay i'm sorry i forgot florida state I still like to come up there sometime and uh, see you guys again. Cause well, you've been, been threatening to do that for a while, so you know. I know it, but I, I'm trying to work things out health wise so I can walk <laughs> and actually see you. You know, if I can get off out of a chair and get up there to see you. Well, Byron, so, let me uh, tell you what: it's not worth the effort if it, if it's going to make that much what? effort to see us. Believe me, but oh, we'd okay. love to have you up here. Okay, well, I appreciate that. I appreciate the fact that you're trying to save me a little gas money, Pat. It's very kind of you. you know. I'm saving you Listen. gas in two areas. So, <laughs> Listen, uh, to segue off of what you were talking about about 25, 30 minutes ago, over the Arkansas situation, the Arky-Mississippi State game, uh, I believe K.J. Jefferson had 97 yards passing. And I was it the next day or Monday that they fired the offensive coordinator? Yeah. Yeah. They did. So it, it, but yeah. They, they also scored three points. That's the main reason. Right. Yeah. Um, okay. They've, they've just – and, again, Pittman said, hey, look, just 
we needed a spark, and we needed some kind of a spark, or this season's going to go totally off the rails. They're two and six right now. They have to win out to get boils. Well, you talking about having to win a game to get boils? Well, Florida's got to win a game. They got to win four in a row against. Um, I think they have. I think Missouri is yeah at the end of their schedule too. So hmm. not going to be easy for them. Yeah. Okay. Well, the D, uh, DJ Lagway, uh, I'm hoping, of course, that uh, because of him, uh, most of these recruits, and you alluded to this, Pat, most of our recruits we've got are not going to leave. I think they'll stick around because of DJ. Everything I've read online, he's having a very good year. Do you he happen is. to know? Excuse me, go ahead. No, I, he is, but it, in the end, it still comes down to NIL money and what you yeah. can give the players, and that's the unfortunate part of it, but it, it, it's the truth. So, it, yeah. you know, you can want to play with DJ Lagway, but they don't want to give you – they only want to give you $1,000 a month, and uh, Auburn's willing to give you 5000 a month. A lot of guys are going to say, I'm going to Auburn, you know. Mm-hmm. I, I, well, yeah. So it's almost gotten to the point where I don't even know how much and, – and, and Jeff may know better than I do – how much personal relationships and everything like that even matter anymore? It it seems to just be coming down to show me the contract. What am I going to make? How much money can I get? And go from there. Yeah. I do happen to know, or Jeff happens to know, he plays at Willis High School in Texas. I think they have like six or seven different uh, classifications. Would you know if he's in like the, one of the higher classifications? Any idea? He is one one of the higher classes, and I, I think he's got fifty four or fifty six touchdowns so yeah. far in seven games. Yeah. So he's been uh, he's been tearing it up, passing and throwing. Yep. They're they're still undefeated. They're they're you know they're beating yeah. teams that they uh, have have not been able to beat in the past, and you know it's uh, it's certainly been fun to watch. Absolutely. Well, listen, have a good weekend, uh, guys, and Jeff. I hope you have a good show tomorrow. Sounds good. Thanks, Byron. Appreciate you. Take care. Oh, yeah. I forgot about tomorrow. So you got to get there what time? On the air at 9 or? 9? Yep. After oh. doing big uh, GHS East Side tonight. Well, there'll be a lot of people driving up for the game, and they'll be listening to you, I'm sure. Cool. They'll be saying, let's see what Jeff has to say about the game. We'll get uh, oh. stellar radio, including uh, an interview with... Uh, one of the guys from uh, ViStar, who is uh, the military liaison. Of course, it is the uh, right. Military Appreciation Day, and I mean, this guy is pretty fascinating. He was 27 years in the Navy, had like 2,500 hours that he uh, has uh, has served over there. Flew planes, landed. He's like basically Tom Cruise, landing planes on aircraft carriers and doing all these things. Well, so. well okay, Tom Cruise isn't the only person who's ever done that. So but that's what people know. <laughs> Uh, I don't think he actually did that. All right, Iceman. Iceman. Now, now Don Kilmer did it. Now you're talking my language. Yes, that we are. All right, we're uh, talking, but we're going to stop for just a couple minutes because we got to get a break. We'll knock that out, come back and wrap up hour number one, live from the UF Hilton. You're listening to the tailgate. Gainesville Sports Center. Here's what's trending now on ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF. Good afternoon, I'm Owen Bickford. The Florida Gators football team hosts the Arkansas Razorbacks Saturday at noon. Florida will be showcasing their new all-black uniforms for a blackout in the swamp. 
the Gators can become bolt eligible for a second straight year under head coach Billy Napier with a win Saturday. Coverage of the game begins right here tomorrow at 8 a.m. The 20th ranked Gators volleyball team hosts the 10th ranked Tennessee Volunteers tonight at 7. Florida is coming off a loss to number 8 Arkansas on Sunday, October 29th, while Tennessee swept Texas A&M. Catch coverage of the game right here at 645. Heading to high school football, where top-ranked Buholt hits the road to take on Trinity Catholic tonight at 7 p.m. That's your Gainesville Sports Center. I'm Owen Bickford. ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. It's known as a small place with a big taste. If you don't know what I'm talking about, you're really missing out. The place that's been voted best cheesesteaks in Gainesville, it's called Big Mills. Serving 100% top butt sirloin, 100% chicken breast on their cheesesteak sandwiches, Big Mills has a big taste. They also offer sausages, hot dogs, burgers, and salads with a baseball theme inside that every diehard is going to want to see. They've also got ice cream and milkshakes to wash it all down, so come on down to 2111 13th Street, right next to Adam's Ribs and see why Big Mills is a small place with a big taste. There's not many of us out there that really like going to the doctor. Well, I do want to tell you about a doctor that's amazing and essential for our everyday lives. It's the docs at Auto ER. A proud partner of the Florida Gators, they make you feel comfortable, don't take a lot of your valuable time, and most importantly, they'll always find the problem. With five locations around town, they'll proudly serve families and drivers like you across Gainesville, Alachua, Jonesville, Newberry, and High Springs. And as they love to say, it's for the life of your car. Check them out online at theautoer.com. It's an ER you'll actually like going to. Your commute to work, a trip to the grocery store, even dropping your kids off at a football practice. Get paid to do it all with Rapify, an app built for people like you to supplement your time on the road. The good news? We're live in Gainesville, but spots are limited. Sign up now to earn up to $450 per month, plus added swarm event bonuses for getting your vehicle wrapped. Head to the Apple App Store or the Google Play Store and download the Rapify app to get started today. That's Rapify. W-R-A-P-I-F-Y. We look forward to seeing you on the road with us. The biggest and final store-wide sale of the year is this weekend at International Diamond Center. Get extra savings store-wide, up to 20% off virtually everything, or get 36 months zero-interest financing, double the selection designers showcasing their entire collections Viragio, simon g a jaffe and so many more it's a three-day 60 million dollar event lowest prices before the holidays and over a thousand new diamonds trust me you can't miss it it's friday saturday and sunday only only at idc at celebration point on approved credit mike lester believes a good financial advisor helps you map out a plan for each step of your retirement without taking a commission. Mike also happens to be the founder of Talon Wealth and is on a mission to help those near and in retirement protect and grow their nest egg. And he's ready to prove it with a Talon Satisfaction Guarantee. It's pretty simple. For any new client that hires Talon to actively manage their portfolio, if you aren't satisfied after one year, for any reason, Talon will refund 100% of your advisor fees. Yep, that's right. For any new client that hires Talon to actively manage their portfolio, if you aren't satisfied after one year, for any reason at all, Talon will refund 100% of your advisor fees. Call 352-751-3200 to learn more about Talon's satisfaction guarantee. That's 352-751-3200 or visit guardingyournesteg.com. Advisory services through Talon Private Wealth and SEC Registered Investment Advisor. Florida License D056341. From athlete activism to athletic achievements, we have you covered. Your home for every important sports story. ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF, the home of the Florida Gators. And now, more of the tailgate with Jeff Cardozo and Pat Dooley. 
here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF, and online at WRUF.com. All right, welcome back to the tailgate here, live from the UF Hilton, where the Gators stay. Shots have been ordered over here at this table here, and that's a good thing to see. Nice. I, I, I want you to go over to that to the bar over here. There's a couple of Arkansas fans here. One of them's wearing a hat that says P-I-G-S. You are a P-I-G-S. <laughs> um, that's from Animal House. You are a P-I-G pig. Um, and, and go over there and go, hey, guys, we were just talking over here. They, uh, a lot of the Florida fans are really upset with the way the officiating went in 2009. They think that that they were trying to screw Florida and see that'll be that that'll be an interesting discussion argument. <laughs> they they still I mean it is a big deal to them what happened in two thousand nine. I don't even remember the calls that went against them. No, but Stewart just made a field goal at the end and won the game and you know kept them undefeated. But it was the middle of the season. There wasn't a lot of energy in that game, is all I can remember. And then. Um, there were a couple of plays that happened that the calls went against Arkansas late. They they are not letting it go, believe me. They're coming here with a purpose. It's a long time of course, ago. Of course, they also came here in 2020 and gave up 63 or whatever mm-hmm. it was. Felipe Franks came in here. Was, he was good. That was his that game. game. He was good in that game, but, I mean, that was the year where nobody played defense in the country. And certainly among those – people not playing defense were the Arkansas Razorbacks because <laughs> they didn't I mean Florida just went up and down I don't know if there were any punts in that game what was it 63-35 something like that is that the day Felipe flipped off the crowd no he flipped off the crowd when he was playing for Florida still no that's what I mean oh you're saying that was I'm the, saying when they came here oh, okay yeah. yeah when he was the quarterback so that would have been the year before they were playing South Carolina okay and he he said, "That's right." He was yeah, screaming yeah. at the crowd, flipping them off, even though they were real happy because he had just scored. It was it was a strained relationship. It was like I think many of his relations were with girls. They were always strained. There always seemed to be some strain there. He was dating a cheerleader than he was. No. Uh, anyway, I, I I had no problem with Felipe, but obviously. Um, it, it's being the quarterback at Florida is not for everybody. Yeah, I mean, there, there's been a lot of things. I, I sat there and witnessed when Jeff Driscoll was interning for me, somebody actually go up to him at the bar and tell him he sucks. Like, to his face. <laughs> I didn't know what the heck to do. Oh, I said, my God. You know, I just basically tell you, hey, dude, that's enough. Get the hell out of here. But, like, how do you have the audacity to just do that? I mean, he was just sitting Why there you... helping behind the bar. Okay, well, even if he did, you still shouldn't say that to a college kid. That's what I mean. No. Although I did say that to several of the uh, college kids today when I outdrove them. I thought you were going to say you said that to several of the Miami college players that when you were playing against them. No, well, <laughs> well, that's when your college kid can say it to a college kid. That's true. Yeah. That's just talking smack. Yeah. But that is bad. That That's bad to go up to your starting quarterback and tell him you suck. Look, 
Did I say it under my breath a couple times? Did I criticize him for some of the plays he the made? The dude's still in the NFL, though. He, he wasn't that bad a player. But he he, he struggled. Like, like, I go back to the same thing I just said. Being a quarterback in Florida is not for everybody. I think it is for Graham Mertz. I think he uh, thrives in that whole thing. Uh, the, the, the fans being on top of you and judging everything you do. and he, yeah, He's fine with that. He's he, I came down here because I wanted to have that kind of stuff. Um, and, and I feel like Saturday he is going to be the one that makes the difference. I, I think that Arkansas is going to have some big plays because Florida's defense is susceptible to that. But I think Mertz, it's almost going to be like South Carolina all over again. I think Mertz is going to do enough late in a close game to be able to come back and like I think he's, I, he's, I can't take he's another the, game like that. I can't be sitting there on my pins and needles with, but I probably will be <laughs> with a minute left in the game. Yeah, um, but yeah, I, I I don't disagree with you on that. I think it is he's going to have to have a big game. Um, and again, you got all your wide receivers. I mean, obviously you don't have Caleb Douglas, but you've got the other guys. And you need to get Boardingham more involved this week. They. Georgia took him out of the game. Mm-hmm. I think he only caught one pass, right? Yep. They took him out of the game. And that was, again, that's that's what good coaches and good defenses do, especially when you have the kind of players they have. But uh, they've got to get him back involved this week and uh, get get the ball in his hands more often, I think. Well, if you want to be involved uh, with us, you got a whole other hour to chat, 392-8255. That is the number to call Nick, who is back in the studio Again, we are live at the uh, UF Hilton. The No Name Lounge bartenders are awesome here. So come by, say hey, and uh, it's a great crowd. There's a, uh, gosh, about 40 people here enjoying some, uh, some booze and some sports talk. And we'll be back with more right after this. B251CG Gainesville from the Spurrier's Gridiron Grill Studios. We are ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. You spoke, we listened. You wanted the easiest car buying experience ever. So we're giving you the easiest car buying experience ever. Your schedule doesn't have time for five hours in a car dealership. Work, kids, soccer practice, grocery runs, jury duty. Really? That again? Gatorland Toyota puts your convenience at the top of the list. With Express Shopping, you can browse our incredible selection and buy your vehicle entirely from the comfort of your home. Financing, paperwork, trade appraisal, even the pricing can be done remotely. No need to come to the dealership. Gatorland Toyota delivers your new car to you. And what if that car was fully customized? With our pre-order program, it's easier than ever to get the exact vehicle you want from headlights to trunk. Have a vehicle to trade or sell? Even if you don't buy from us, we'd love to take it off your hands and give you a top dollar offer that you're sure to love. Come experience how Gatto's got it at Gatorland Toyota today. Visit GatorlandToyota.com for the easiest car buying experience ever. 
So I have been in the operating room most of my career watching people have orthopedic surgery, watching people get knees replaced, hips replaced, shoulders fixed, and I knew there had to be a better way. That's Dr. Daniel Zuckerman, a medical director for QC Kinetics, the nation's leader in non-invasive regenerative treatments for pain relief. I see so many people who could have been helped before they got to the operating room if only they had known about regenerative medicine. QC Kinetics, a natural alternative that uses your body's own healing properties to help restore and repair damaged joint tissue, providing long-lasting relief without drugs, surgery, or downtime. Well, it feels great when I do get to see somebody who we help, who I know I kept out of the operating room. It's amazing how we change people's lives without surgery. Call QC Kinetics for your free consultation. Call QC Kinetics, 352-400-4550. That's 352-400-4550. Now with offices in Gainesville, Ocala, and the Villages, 352-400-4550. I was in a car accident that ultimately resulted in the death of my best friend. I initially contacted another law firm and I thought I was confident in that decision. As time went on, I was at a loss. I eventually reached out to Melden Law from a family friend who knows Carrie himself and I gave him a call and they completely changed everything for me. If we can help you, give us a call at 1-800-373-8000. At Melden Law, we won't back down. It's a hard reality to know you're getting older. Believe me, I sit next to Pat every single day, but we all have to go through it, and with it comes some aches and pains with every single step. But the good part is the pains are fixable, and one quick stop into Titan MRI will get you going in the right direction. There's lots of us out there that think we can just handle pain or it'll just eventually go away, but what you may not realize, you could be ruining yourself for many years to come. I'm telling you, go see Joe and the crew at Titan MRI. Their entire mindset is finding out what you need to feel better and getting it to someone that can fix it. With an average scan time of just 10 to 15 minutes, you'll be back on your way, carrying on your day in no time. Titan MRI is the only locally owned and operated MRI center in Gainesville, and their staff has more than 20 years of experience in the community. And they've been so good that Lake City came calling. They've got a place that is perfect up in Columbia County as well. Even your own doctors are bringing their families to Titan MRI. So get in front of those aches and pains and tell your doctor to refer you to Titan MRI. This program is paid for by Talking Reds, LLC. The tailgate with Jeff Cardozo and Pat Dooley is on the air. Let's do it. It's go time. You can be part of the show by calling 392-TALK. That's 392-8255. You know, if I'm saying something to you, I don't say to you, I'm going to say something to you, and then say it, I just say it. Or hit the guys up on social media by tweeting to at Jeff Cardoza UF and at Pat underscore dueling the grill is hot and the beverages are ice cold it's time to tailgate here are jeff and pat it's kind of like the uh, law and order thing dun, dun, dun. a little bit well, no, uh, no order in here. It's a hectic bar, but it is uh, always a good time, that means. We are live from the uh, UF Hilton last hour of the week for us. A team will be here in just a wee bit, and they will spend the night and wake up early to a uh, nooner as Arkansas will come to town. A couple of uh, Arkansas fans here amongst the, uh, the many Gators and uh, happy to have you a part of the show as well. So what's your wake-up time on a noon game uh, for, foot, for the football team? What, seven? 
Yeah, I'm always up by then anyway. So yeah, you, but I'm just saying for oh, them. Set, what is it? Oh, for yeah, them. Yeah. 6.30. 6.30. Yeah. Get up, get loose, walk around the parking lot, wait for Aaron Hernandez to show up. <laughs> Head over. That was in this very parking lot out here. It was. Where he, did. he didn't show up till the day of the game. Uh, but, yeah, and then you get that carb meal in you, and uh, hopefully you didn't order White Castle the night before. I don't think you can get DoorDash. For White Castle here, can you? Probably. There isn't a White Castle. There's not? I don't think so. As far as I know, there's not. I thought there was. Well, the Gators, of course, will wear black unis tomorrow. That has been a, a big part of the conversation. Gators, though, are 3-1 and one in the alternate unis that they have uh, worn over the last uh, decade or so. Remember the first one? It was that ugly-ass one with the uh, basically the all blue and the orange yeah. sleeve. Against Georgia. They won, though. Yeah. Yeah. Won that game. It was an awful look. And then Tebow. I don't think anybody went out and bought, like, No, those jerseys. (laughs) Couldn't buy those. And even the ones that they wore against Florida State that year, there was the all blue with, like, the white webbing on the shoulder pads. That was Florida State. That was good. Um, And then they, of course, wore the uh, alligator green ones. Which Mick absolutely hated those Well, everybody uniforms. should have hated them. I they thought they were cool. Terrible. You just couldn't read the numbers on the back. So as a broadcaster, that was really tough to uh Or as a fan. I mean, see. they couldn't read them either. But I just didn't. I always thought it was just, it looked bad. Hokey? Yeah, I'm not a big fan of the black. So you're not a I, big fan of the any of the Oregon uniforms? I don't think they ever wore one that was covered with scales on it. It just didn't look good, even for what it was. I mean, but I'm, Jeff, I'm always going to be the guy who says, pull on your blue jersey and your orange helmet and go win the game. Yep. That's always going to be me, and I'm. it doesn't mean that what they're doing is wrong. It doesn't mean that I don't understand recruiting and how important it is and how and how what they're doing for the service is great and raising money for them. I, I agree with all that. But I just, I'm a big believer in you pull on your traditional garb when you have a big game and go win it. It's just me. All right, back to the phones we go. Last uh, uniform I saw Porter in was uh, Stripes. See if he's uh, out of those things. Hey, Porter, what's up, man? Hey, uh, I'm not sure what it was, but it definitely had some orange and blue in it somewhere, I'm sure of that. <laughs> but, but Jeff, Jeff those, those green scaling, that was terrible. <laughs> those are awful. Um, <laughs> I remember. I th- they weren't I, good I looking. Gators, that was the, the problem. They weren't even if they had won that game. Right, they, again, they lost by two. But if they had lost, won that game, I wouldn't have felt any better about the, the uniforms. They were awful. When you were you were talking about Oregon's funny. I remember Gator, Gator Dave specifically saying, "Man, we're not Oregon. You know, this is this is Florida. We're important. We don't need to do that." But um, anyhow, so, um, Jeff, let's see, let's see if you can follow me now. So, how'd you? Uh, What'd you what'd you what'd you shoot today, Ty? Um, we, we still had five <laughs> holes to go when I when I bailed, but we were playing well. I think we might have had uh, three pars, the rest birdies. Yeah, that's good. So it was for playing good. Out. It's easy the, when you drive the, out the green. Yeah, I was, I was I was driving it very well today. Well, that's good for all the young kids out there who have no idea what I'm talking about. That's from Caddyshack. What'd you shoot today, Ty? Well, I don't keep score, Judge. How do you compare yourself with other golfers by height? Standing there, he's like six inches taller. That's just a great, great guy. There's so many games. I asked Steve about this. I want to get your your guys' opinion. 
you have a strong feeling either way um, on uh, Texas A&M at Ole Miss, LSU at Bama, Kentucky at Mississippi State, Washington at USC, and Notre Dame at Clemson. Those are all in our pool, and I could literally see any of, the, either of those games going either way. I'm just a, I'm kind of lost. College football, either t- any team can win. I have I have strong feelings because I've made my picks. Um, well, I have but, strong feelings against yeah. Notre Dame always, but I mean, as far as who's going to win, but uh, I don't. Yeah, know. I, I, don't, I, I mean, the, I tell you, the game I have kind of I had a feeling about was the Florida game, and now it's kind of drifted mm-hmm. away, and I'm not not sure I feel the same way about it. So I'm kind of ambivalent about that, but um, certainly um, I think you know. I think Alabama is going to beat LSU, but who knows? I, I think Alabama will generate enough offense against a team that can't play defense to outscore them, and I think it'll be fun. I hope it's going to be a fun game to watch. Um, Absolutely, we get the, we do get to watch some football with you with the early kickoff tomorrow. Um, one quick thing: when uh, Pete called me the other day when I was talking about that Arkansas memory, and I couldn't couldn't remember. And uh, Pete, aka a fringe fan, which I still wonder why you called him that. Uh, Pat, but, um, no, because he loved uh, all the fringe sports. That's why he loved all the Gator sports. <laughs> like I, I see where you're where you're going with that, um, but that wasn't at the expense of all the major sports. But anyway, the point no, is, he, but he, me, but he, he would be there in the stands for men's tennis and soccer and stuff like that. Fringe, the yeah, fringe. The only sports. one, he, the one, he, the only one who told me he didn't he didn't like going to uh, gymnastics because I don't want to reach to the other team. I don't want your team. I thought it was kind of funny, but. Uh, Anyway, he called, and he remembered the the, the memory. It was it was the, the, the it was a USC UCLA, and USC was number two that year. So we were wanting UCLA to knock them out. Ohio State had won. They're sitting there, you know, in a lock, and we were number four. And Michigan, I think, was number three, having lost to Ohio State. And uh, I yeah, they the weren't before, playing. Yeah, so the week the week before Arkansas lost to LSU, Arkansas was five. And that would have been maybe a, a you know the equivalent of a, of a playing game had they not lost LSU, but they were still they still went to the championship game. But anyhow, I just it was driving me crazy. I couldn't remember what it was, but uh, he called me. Yeah, that's exactly what it was. And um, it was good, good memories the way it worked out. But they they didn't sell beer in the they only sold it on the club level. So at halftime, I'm going I'm going to go sneak back into the club level. And I snuck in, and I was in, like, the private box level accidentally, and then it was free. But I was like, okay, well, this, this can't work out any better than that. But uh, after a few beers, maybe it's hard to, hard to remember everything. But go Gators, be safe. All right, Porter, thank you. Appreciate that. Didn't Porter tell his story yesterday? I think he did. Uh, he's, he's like the cattleman. He's running out of stories to tell. We just want to get... Uh, to where we have something new to talk about because, I mean, certainly there was... I, I mean, one reason I think we haven't been overwhelmed with phone calls this week is everybody kind of saw it coming and then it came and then went, okay, that's where we are. Well, let's get the uh, cattleman to tell another story because yeah. he is uh, ready to chat next here on the show. Mikey, what's up? Hey, guys, save the filet, get the swordfish. Are you taking the balls and giving the 35 this week? <laughs> Uh, it's thirty-five and a half, there, Pat. Oh, uh, okay. Hey, 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 hey! First off, Pat, what what stories? You, what what's your new narrative? Me making up stories? What's that about? 
No, I'm just saying you ran out of stories, so you keep repeating. You kept repeating the same now, one this week. Well, repeating what? Somebody, you about the UCLA thing? No, the, yeah, you kept repeating yeah, it. Okay, okay, it. okay. I was listening. I was listening to the start of the show yesterday. Your first caller, Byron, asked you about UCLA. Is Byron making up stories? No. Okay, that's not just, what I just, said. Just, I didn't just, say just, you were making just, up just, stories. Just, I said you were running nah, out of nah, nah, nah. stories I, to tell. I keep you a hundred. So you, you keep me a hundred. I keep you a hundred. I'm not making up squat. Hey guys, uh, first off, I'm not sure. You all right, let's not fight. Yeah. Let's just talk. Hey, hey, hey first off, guys, uh, uh, Black Dion's a nut in black uniform. Suck. You want to argue with me on that, Pat? Uh, uh, you, I can't argue both those things, but I can argue <laughs> one of them. <laughs> hey guys, uh, one reason I love to listen to shows is you learn things. Y'all talking about these Arkansas fans still being hot about that '09 game? I was Googling around asking Mr. Google. Apparently, Arkansas really got hosed in that 09 game. And you know why, guys? Why I know that? The whole crew got suspended for two they weeks. Did. They got suspended. Yeah, anytime, yep. anytime an entire crew gets suspended, the other team got hosed. There would have been no Tebow crying in the Georgia Dome in 09. Sounds like Arkansas really got hosed and y'all went to Atlanta. Well, I think they still would have gone to Atlanta because they didn't lose to anybody else that year. So they would have still gone to Atlanta. Mm-hmm. But it's kind of interesting you learn something. Uh, they wouldn't be talking about that 15 years later if they didn't get hosed. I, yeah, and the funny thing is I was at the game. I saw, I watched every play. I jotted every play down on my notebook. I don't remember most of what they're talking about, uh, bad calls that went against them. But, hey, you know, those things happen sometimes, especially on the road. Yeah. And, yeah. But they're yeah. they're – Argument is that the SEC was pushing this narrative to make sure Florida got back to the title game, and and that's why they hosed them. And I don't I don't buy that for a second. I, well, I think well, those I, those refs had a bad day. Yeah, I'm black helicopter enough to think that conferences protect their best teams. I'll, I'll go about halfway down that road, but um, usually when a crew gets suspended, somebody got hosed. Well, it's one reason you hardly ever see holding calls in the three thirty games. Watch us! Yeah. Watch that game! Watch that game on Saturday, that Georgia Missouri game. See how many holding calls there are. There'll be like two yeah. at the most. They don't allow it. Hey, last thing for you guys: um, How many coaches in the league? We're getting in uh, November now. The coaching carousel always spins. How many uh, new coaches? I, I guess the best way to ask it is: How many uh, SEC coaches do y'all see getting fired this year? Um, we got five coaches on the in the conference on the hot seat. Um, that would be um, Shane Beamer at South Carolina, Clark Lee at Vanderbilt, Billy, the big pig at Arkansas, and, uh, of course, Jimbo, the hobo. I'm going to go with two SEC coaches getting fired this year. I'd like to see how many coaches y'all think will get hi- uh, fired this year, and y'all have a big weekend. Enjoy the games. All right. Thanks, Cattleman. I-, I think Beamer could certainly be one. I, I don't know that they're ready to fire him. But they're though. probably not ready. No, I, I agree. But, I mean, he should have been a lot better. Now, than... if he poops a bed the rest of the way and they, they, they end up, so what are they, 2-6 and six now? Yeah. They end up 2-10? and ten. Yeah, that's, the, that's definitely they, they not worth They got Jacksonville State coming up, so that's. Uh, so I'd put him on the list. Uh, I don't think Clark Lee's not getting fired. No, not at all. But Billy, we all know, is not getting Not getting fired. Getting fired. Um, who were the other ones he brought up? Arkansas. Uh, Arkansas. I don't think they're going to get rid of Pittman. I mean, again, if he finishes two and ten, you know, they may that may be an argument for it. Um, 
I, I think I would go with one, and I and I the one I think could get fired is Jimbo. If he, I mean, what is their record right now? I don't even know. I'll look it up right here. I got a, I got my because I'm I'm gonna eventually we're gonna play guess the spread with Jeff Cardozo, but um, I'm I'm just trying to find um, what their record is. Do you know off the top of your head? I feel like they have four wins. You're probably right. Okay, get to the game, Pat. But um, so let's just say they because they they've got some tough games still to come up, no doubt about it. Let's just say they don't do well. I could see him going and not making a bowl game. Yeah, with with that amount of money that was spent on NIL and everything else, certainly because that would be what two straight years yeah. they didn't make a bowl game. It would. But if what if they go six and six? But is that what you're paying that kind of money for? I don't think so. All right, we need a break, so we'll do that. Come back and get more of your phone calls. 392-8255 if you want to join us here on the tailgate. Gainesville Sports Center, here's what's trending now on ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. Good afternoon, I'm Owen Bickford. Starting with volleyball, we're the 20th ranked Gators volleyball team hosts the 10th ranked Tennessee Volunteers tonight at 7. Florida is coming off a loss to number 8 Arkansas on Sunday, October 29th, while Tennessee swept Texas A&M. Catch coverage of the game right here at 645. Heading to high school football where top-ranked Buholtz hits the road to take on Trinity Catholic tonight at 7. The Florida Gators football team hosts the Arkansas Razorbacks Saturday at noon. Florida will be showcasing their new all-black uniforms for a blackout in the swamp. The Gators can become bowl eligible for a second straight year under head coach Billy Napier with a win Saturday. Catch coverage of the game right here tomorrow at 8 a.m. That's your Gainesville Sports Center. I'm Owen Bickford. ESPN 981 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. Every morning I get up, start the trek into town for a busy day ahead, and every morning, I kid you not, I pass an ugly green van or truck along the way, heading to work as well. But the best part of that site is I know someone is about to be wowed with the craftsmanship and work ethic from days gone by with the technology of today, because that vehicle has vintage electric written across the side. And that quality is evident all over North Central Florida. And with more than two dozen licensed journeyman technicians, you can be assured that a call to Vintage Electric is a call you won't forget. Now, I'm sure there's tons of you out there with honeydews up the wazoo. And if any of those have to do with electricity, call Vintage Electric today. No job's too small. They do it all. From service upgrades to rewiring, appliance and AC circuits, and how about an entire smart home installation? That way, you can just ask Alexa to turn on the tailgate. So have them put their tailgate down, grab their tools, and sit back and know your electric job is going to be done right. Call up Vintage Electric today at 371-8021 or visit them online at vintageelectric.net. Hey, y'all, it's Kyle from Leonardo's. 2023 is flying by, and suddenly it's football season. Get your friends and family together and come on down to Gainesville's iconic restaurant, Leonardo's Pizza Millhopper. At Leo's, we're serving our famous deep-dish pizza, heavenly garlic knots, and the ever-popular salad bar the same way we've been doing it since 1976. Follow us on Facebook and Instagram for the sexy food pics and the fundraising calendar. And, of course, don't forget to say you heard me on the tailgate. Oh, no, not only salsa do. 
We're constantly telling you about all the great things that you can go buy at Oaks Jewelry at a fraction of the cost of getting things at the mall across the street. And while that's still true, now's the perfect time to have Oaks Jewelry buy something from you. Gold and silver prices have skyrocketed. And if you got anything just laying around in the drawer or you just need a little extra cash, we'll take it to Oaks Jewelry and walk out of there a winner. The price of gold hasn't been this high in a really long time, so now's the perfect time to stop by and get the most out of it. Turn that old jewelry that you never wear into a great trip somewhere this summer. Oaks Jewelry, making people sparkle and smile for decades. I was in a car accident that ultimately resulted in the death of my best friend. I initially contacted another law firm and I thought I was confident in that decision. As time went on, I was at a loss. I eventually reached out to Melvin Law from a family friend who knows Carrie himself and I gave him a call and they completely changed everything for me. If we can help you, give us a call at 1-800-373-8000. At Melvin Law, we won't back down. Emergencies are awful and normally happen at the worst time imaginable. No one likes it when something unexpected happens, and more often than not, you've got to spend a ton of effort and time trying to fix it. But I want to tell you about a company that I've seen firsthand fix things, and they were fantastic. ServPro of Gainesville, Alachua County provides 24-7 emergency water restoration and dryout fire restoration, mold remediation, reconstruction, and that's just to name a few of everything they do. No matter your needs, everything is done to industry standards in the most thorough way possible. So there's no way you should call anybody else around because they can handle any size loss, big or small. Independently owned and operated, the ServPro crew will be there for you. So let them seize the job and ensure your emergency will be handled the right way. ServPro is the only official cleanup and restoration company of the Florida Gators. Follow ESPN Gainesville on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. Stay up to date with the latest information, interviews, stories, contests, and events. We are 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF, the home of the Florida Gators. The tailgate with Jeff Cardozo and Pat Dooley continues here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF. And on your phone with the WRUF radio app. Welcome back, Duels and Dozo, live from the uh, UF Hilton. Having a uh, good time. Nick back in the studio today. Appreciate him and all of the phone calls. Started off being a, a great day. We got a little overcast, but we're inside. It's a little bit. Not so that bad. Always uh, sunshiny here inside the uh, the No Name Lounge where a lot sunshine of people are hanging out. Nice shoulders. Got a big Pat Dooley fan just strolled in. Got, I got a lot of all made. Pat, Pat signed that. his uh, his thong for him, <laughs> and uh, it's been a uh, been a good day. All right, back to the phones we go. It is time for Gator Nate to join the show. Or excuse me, Gator Pete is uh, going to join us next. Gator Pete, what's up, man? Hey guys, how's it going? Great to hear from you. Yeah, great show as usual. Hey, um, quick couple of things. Um, Want a tip of the hat to Mouse once again. If you guys didn't see, he uh, got the ladies cross country team to win the SEC championship again. Yep, that was awesome. Yeah, and um, Pat, I remember 
earlier in the season, might have been week one, week two, and you were playing each week like if you if it was like a win for Billy, regardless of whether he won the game or not. So I was wondering with us being five and three, what would your total be at this point? Like six and two or four and four? Uh, it'd be five and three. <laughs> I mean, that's the bottom line is the three games they've lost, the better team won. And, right. uh, you know, um, th- they just have not played well in those three losses. And, and then in the five wins, they played pretty well. And uh, yes. the only the only negative would have been the way the defense played against South Carolina. And they, they still managed to pull it out. So it's pretty much, you know, Parcells is the guy, first guy who said that you are what your record is. And I think in Florida's case, it's especially apropos. Yeah, yeah. I would probably, yeah, I would probably go with that. Maybe, I mean, they could have played a lot worse. Uh, against Georgia, and you know, I would possibly give them a sort of half half a game, possibly yeah, against you, Georgia. You lost by twenty three points. You're not going to, yeah, you're not going to yeah. give anybody a win for if if Florida's at the point where twenty three point losses are considered wins, and they may want to yeah. just disband the program. <laughs> um, another short note: like, why didn't the SEC Network put Florida at the seven o'clock spot on the SEC network because they have a game. And do you know what the game is? Is it Mississippi State? Uh, I think it is. Well, I mean, I know there is a the prime time game is uh, Alabama LSU, which right. they they get twice a year. They get the prime time game too. They get a doubleheader. Um, yeah. Look, it's it's up to the networks, and the networks pick in an order. And yeah. in this case, uh, you know, ESPN. Uh, CBS picked first, and they said we want this prime time game, and then somebody picked second. So it, it comes down to that, and that's what it's not like uh, anybody's trying to help anybody or trying to hurt anybody. They're just they're picking what the games they think are best. And to be honest with you, even with the black jerseys and all that stuff that's going on, Florida, Arkansas. Isn't that attractive? Oh, although when you look at though maybe the closeness of it, it's one of the better games. Yeah, it could be. Yeah, I mean the spread, but yeah, most of the spreads are pretty close this time of year, except for yeah. of course Georgia and wherever. Yeah, wherever and, they you play. know, but in you know sometimes, you know, especially if you look around the country, there's been a lot of big time twelve o'clock games. So sometimes it's, they even consider the twelve o'clock a better slot than the seven thirty. It's almost or become o'clock. the new prime time. Yeah, yeah, in a lot of ways because especially because of what the uh, Pac twelve and the Big Ten have done with that with that time slot. And so, yeah, yeah. I, I, hey, look, it's going to be hard to figure out what's, what game to put on my second TV for that noon slot. I know I'll be on the first TV, but the second TV is going to be hard because there's a lot of good games that day. Yeah, well, at least um, the last time we played in those Gator skins, it was a 7 o'clock game right against uh, Texas A&M. So yep. Yeah, it didn't work out too well. Yeah. But, um, okay, well, I appreciate the um, – the show and it's great and i will I, i've got a good feeling about tomorrow i think we'll pull it out i think the guys will see a bowl game in sight and um i think it could be a big win yeah i'd be, I'd be shocked if they didn't come out and play hard and, and play yeah. well pete sure even even if they're down at half uh, i think guys like brandon's bikes and that will, will get them with their motors tuned up and and come out and play hard so agreed all righty all right gator pete
Appreciate you. Yeah, here are uh, here are the noon games that are uh, got my attention. Kansas State, Texas. Obviously, Kansas State still got a chance to win to be in that uh, Big Twelve championship game. They're six and two right now. Um, Texas A&M, Mississippi. I'm definitely want to watch that. That'll probably be the game on my second TV. And then Notre Dame, Clemson. Now, Notre Dame. Who would have thought Notre Dame would be favored over Clemson? In at Clemson, yeah, this time of year, uh, we're this is a different world we're living in with Clemson, but um, certainly I'll, is. I'll be interested to see how that team responds to, because I mean, Jeff, you you've been around. I mean, certainly not on the level of college football, but you've been around sports and and been around baseball, obviously a lot. Uh, but how, when when a coach gets under fire or a coach makes a story or like we did we saw with Tyler from Spartanburg and all this, does it ever affect the team? I don't know if it really if they give a rat's behind about that whole um, the whole story that has gone on and become a big national story. I don't I don't know that the players care about it, so I don't think that affects them. No, no. I think what cares. affects them is that they're not very good. They're four and four for a reason. It's not like an accident that they got to that point. That is uh, exactly right, and I'm excited to uh, to talk like Gator Pete this weekend. Because you got Ramshaw coming, yeah, Jimmy Ramshaw coming to town. So you're gonna throw another shrimp on the barbie. Yeah, Australian (laughs) buddy coming in, so I get to uh, to turn into Australian when we hit the bars. Tomorrow night's gonna crush him in Gainesville. Watch out. Are you gonna do that thing where you try to pretend like you're from Australia? Australia, and it works. Everybody buys it. So far. It'll be uh, wine from Wine Goretta. I got my stories ready to go. That's right. Well, you know what? You going to go walk about? Yeah, probably walk about. <laughs> All right, back to the phones. You have any we wallabies go. around? Let's get uh, Andrew to join us next on the show. Hey, Andrew, what's up, man? Hey, man, how you guys doing? Awesome. Yeah, uh, so I, w- I didn't listen to the first 20 minutes of the show, but um, – were either one of you guys at the basketball scrimmage last night? And if so, how'd that go? Uh, I was not. No, neither of us were. Duels is eaten. So, um, okay. no, I, yeah, I was, I was busy. Um, I think the scrimmage went fine. They, they had a lot of fun dunk contests and different things. So, it was uh, got some, it was enjoyable. They got some athletes. They've got some really cool players on that team. Now, I don't know how it's all going to work out. We have to wait and see. But, you know, they got this guy that can sh- shoot it like – you know Lee Humphrey, and, and uh, they got the, all these big guys. And you saw everybody's seen the video of uh, Aberdeen going up over Todd Golden to dunk, uh, which was pretty right. cool. Um, so I, I look, I think people are getting excited about basketball, but in this community, in this town, we'll get excited about basketball and football. So, and that's that's the way it is. Yeah. So, uh, but yeah, yeah. they've got a lot of big games still to be played before uh, we even get to the uh, you know the new year so i mean hopefully fans go out there and support them yeah november 17th florida state seven o'clock on friday so is that but, game um, that game's no, here right yeah 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 it's at I'll home be there for that at home and it starts monday their first game versus merrimack on monday night so yeah i'm looking forward to the season so I know 17th, that's a friday team. night game before missouri, missouri. Oh, you're not going to yep. be able to go, but I'll nope. be there, though. Can't see it. Yeah, yeah. Um, as far as the Arkansas game goes, I man, it's three and a half points, right, is what I'm looking at, and 49 and a half over under. But 
to me, success on this is not just coming out, being ready to play and getting a win, but, man, I'd really love to see us win by a couple of touchdowns and hold them to 10 points at the most. To me, that's what success would be to come back after getting uh, getting wallowed pretty good by 23 points by Georgia. There's no other way to put it. But if they come back and answer and come out with uh, cover, more than cover, to me, that's success. If we come out and only win by three and a half or four points, uh, I won't be bummed out. I'm, I'm a big Billy fan, but I will be – I'd really like to see us come out and, and, and answer with a, a big win this weekend. That's yeah, kind Andrew, of what you know, and I, I agree with you, man. And, and obviously they have really struggled to put up points, and you would hope the defense would be able to, to do something with that. I mean, Jefferson's a guy that was averaging about five yards a carry the last couple of years, and he's not even averaging two. And he well, gets sacked, sacked all the time. Yeah, that's, so that, that that's part of it. You, yeah. But it just, yeah, you'd like to see him get after the quarterback, do some different things, and then just be consistent on offense. I think Florida certainly has the ability to do that, although Arkansas is pretty decent defensively. So I, I don't know. I, they've played a lot of close games, but if yeah, if you go out and win by like 17, 20 points or something, it's comfortable the entire right. way. Then Yeah, I think a lot of people forget about Georgia. They're in a good mood, and then whatever happens the rest of the way, you know, obviously you still want to win, but at least you say, okay, there's promise there. There, There's something to it, and they took care of a team at home like they were supposed to do in pretty convincing fashion. Yeah, I think that the key is you got to play with two things, freedom and discipline, and it's possible to play with both of those. In other words, when I say freedom, fly around, play, don't be thinking, play, uh, you know, aggressively, and, and, and just don't feel any pressure, but also play with discipline. Don't commit false start penalties. Don't, uh, you know, forget your assignments or, or and don't run a, a deep route when you're supposed to run a hook and it gets picked. So that that's the thing. I, freedom and discipline are the keys to me. Right. And, and two sub things I'd like to see. Man, as disheartening as it was to get the, the third downs on us all the time the last few years, it's very disheartening when we get in these rhythms where people are literally breaking off their shortest runs are seven yards against us. So I'd really love to see us adjust to that overall, right? And then um, the other thing is just I hope Gator fans show up, man. 12 o'clock game. I I had three tickets that I couldn't get rid of. I finally got rid of them. So I'm hoping the Gator fans show up and we're loud and they're there for everybody. And uh, go Gators. All right, man. Thanks, Andrew. Yeah, Andrew, that's exactly what I talked about, I think, the other day when I said this is the kind of game you need to show up for. I mean, it's, it's one thing to show up for Tennessee, but this this is when your team needs you to support them and uh, be out there. So uh, I think it'll be a good crowd. I think there'll be a little bit of it because it's a noon game. I think it'll it'll deteriorate a little bit, but I don't think it'll be fine. Hope so. All right, we're doing fine. We're uh, having a lot of fun. We'll take a break, though, and give you about 25 more minutes of our time here until 6 o'clock on the tailgate. From the College of Journalism and Communications, ESPN 98.1 FM and 8.50 AM WRUF. Yes. 
It's hot out. An obvious observation that everybody knows about, and the last thing you need is your AC unit deciding to shut down on you. Well, if it unfortunately does, I've got an obvious choice to call. That is Crystal Air and Water, and they're going to be there to take care of you. 100% service satisfaction guaranteed. Whether you're in Alachua, Archer, Gainesville, Hawthorne, High Springs, Melrose, Micanopy, Newberry, Stark, Williston, or anywhere in between, Crystal Air is a phone call away. They service and install all the top national brands and their licensed technicians will help you feel comfortable from start to finish. So make the call, 333-0460, Crystal Air and Water. They aren't comfortable until you are. License number CMC, 1249384. Summertime means fun time. It's a chance to get out and enjoy all the great things here in North Central Florida and beyond. Getting outside and getting after it again can be awesome, but turn into awful pretty quickly if you don't stretch or if you're just old like Pat Dooley. So if you have a mishap with some aches and pains and need any type of chiropractic treatment, there is nobody better in town than Dr. Paul Gardner. At Gardner Chiropractic and Injury, they have affordable, no-stress care. From sports injuries to chronic pain and headaches that won't go away, they've got many therapies that will get you better. They can even order MRIs, ultrasounds, CAT scans, x-rays, and blood work to get you all diagnosed the right way. Gardner Chiropractic and Injury Center has been making the people of Gainesville feel better for a really long time. Located right next to Gainesville Health and Fitness on University Avenue, finding them is as easy as getting better. So give them a call today at 727-4438. As you look online at all the Facebook pages, the TikToks, and the tweets, there are resolutions everywhere. Heck, even Dooley is resolving to lift some weights and not to suck at golf so badly this year. So I told him the one-stop shop to fix up both is Play It Again Sports. If you have things you want to get better at for 2022, check out their bikes, their exercise equipment, their gloves and bats, and even their slew of Frisbees for a little Frisbee golf. They are the place for just about anything. And if you have anything just laying around don't use anymore, well, bring it in for some cold hard cash, or trade it up for something snazzy. Play It Again is the perfect place to find whatever you are looking for, and it's located right on University and 34th Street, so it's easy to find, and I'm there all the time, so I just might see you at Play It Again Sports. From the UF Weather Center, here is your WRUF weather update. A few stray showers are possible into the start of the evening, closer to Highway 301. Otherwise, partly cloudy skies. Tonight, low temperatures a bit milder than the past few days. They'll drop to the mid-50s with the low clouds possible in the morning, turning mostly sunny by tomorrow afternoon. With high temperatures in the mid-70s, a breeze should gust between 10 and 15 miles an hour tomorrow. From the UF Weather Center, I'm meteorologist Megan Borowski. Saturday on Compass Media Network's coverage of NCAA football. It's a primetime showdown on the SEC West as the 8th-ranked Alabama Crimson Tide hosts the 13th-ranked LSU Tigers. Hi, it's Greg Daniels. Join Steve Berline and me for all the action as Jalen Milrow and the Crimson Tide look to remain perfect in conference play, but Jaden Daniels and the Tigers are hungry for a win and to stay in the hunt for the SEC West. If it's NCAA football, it's right here. Coverage starts Saturday night at 7 right here on WRUF. The Mary Wise Show, Monday evenings at 6, right here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF, and anywhere in the world on the WRUF radio app. This is Gators head men's basketball coach Todd Golden, and you are listening to The Tailgate with Jeff Cardozo and Pat Dooley right here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF, and anywhere in the world on the WRUF radio app. All right, let me ask you a question. 
right now, okay? Jeff Cardozo, Pat Dooley here at the Hilton, where we are enjoying the bar, the no-name bar. We always love the no-name lounge. And the bartenders here are great. And the food is amazing. But let me ask you this question. Jaden Daniels goes out Saturday night. All of America's watching, right? Yep. They win the game 48-42. Jaden Daniels shows for 409 and four touchdowns. Can he win the Heisman with a two lo- with two losses? Yeah. They I went out. So I think so too. Turns into four losses. I think this. Though, but- I think this is his chance to win the Heisman in a year where there are a lot of candidates, but there's no overwhelming candidate. There's not one guy where you go. Well, he's going to win the Heisman. He's he's the guy. I'm like right now, as I've said to you many times, my Heisman. I, I mean, I pay attention all year, but my Heisman voting kind of starts in November once November comes. Yeah, and and obviously Michael Penix can win it, but dude's been in college for six years. That's why it's kind of crazy. Although if Graham Mertz comes back next year, that'll be six years for. Graham Mertz too. So yeah, Penix is in a in a weird spot in that he's not only does he have to win out probably, but he's going to probably have to beat Oregon again, which yeah. is going to be hard. Um, because if he doesn't, they're going to go. Well, didn't win the game you had to win, you know, to get in the playoffs. So I mean, I, I know how these Heisman voters think because there's too many of them, as we all know. I think there's eight. I think there's as many Heisman voters are as there are analysts on Billy Napier's staff. That's pretty crazy yeah it's a lot that is a, a lot all right back to the phones we go tony it's time to join us hey tony welcome to the tailgate hey guys how are you hey guys good good how you doing i'm good i was gonna say if i had one of the fifty thousand heisman votes i don't know who i'd vote for right now maybe uh the kid from washington yeah i mean i'm i'll, I'll be honest with you i'm sitting here and i'm gonna let November decided for me because this is when the biggest games are played. I, I think Jane Daniels is still a, a factor. I think uh, Bo Nix is still a factor. Jeff's least favorite player. I think um, <laughs> Penix is still a factor. Uh, I think Caleb Williams is still a factor. No. Yeah. No, I'm telling you. I have zero chance. Well, uh, of getting, yeah. I'm, Jeff I'm asking, will win the Heisman before uh, he yeah, does. Yeah, exactly. Well, he already won it, so you can't say that. that. He's not going back to back. No. Hey, I, I don't I think he is either, but I'm, I'm, just telling you, on air. I'm just telling you about my vote. What would you say, Tony? <laughs> so, Pat, I like that Greg Larson tribute eating live on air. Oh, yeah. Well, I was, with all due respect, I was eating an orange slice. It wasn't like I was, yes, he was chewing being, on wings. He was being very healthy for his Blue Moon beer. Yeah. But, that yeah, was, Greg uh, Larson did a... used to, like, he'd eat popcorn when he was on the air. Yeah. <laughs> so awesome. Um, I, I don't know if Gator Pete's on to something, but I know when I was sitting in that stadium the other day down 36-7, to 7, I can't say I really – Felt like I was excited with where the program's headed. Yeah, that that, that I, I wouldn't buy in that a hundred percent. That that final score was not as it was the game was not as close as that final score. I, I don't think it, it felt more like fifty six to seven or so. Um, yeah, there was a point uh, where I was just like, quit trying to score, just get this game over with, so I can write and start watching 
college football without having to to pay attention. Yeah. In the uh, in the spirit of Tyler from from Spartanburg, I was I was half tempted to call in and ask Napier. I'm, I'm, I'll turn 46 later this month, and I, I was going to ask if it was too much to um, start thinking about maybe beating Georgia once before I croak at some point. Um, <laughs> wow. That would have been good. I would have liked to have heard that response. Yeah. Although he would have been <laughs> way more level-headed. And, again, a right, lot of probably. people totally agree with Dabo. I was talking to a friend today. He was, like, excited about what Dabo said. Um, I, I think he could have handled it a little bit better. But uh, I, I also understand I also understand what it's like to deal with people like that, like Tyler from Spartanburg. And we deal with them every once in a while here. Yeah, I think um, is tomorrow going to be one of those kind of crazy days. There's a lot of possibilities for it. I, I don't, I'd be, I wouldn't be shocked if Penn State lost tomorrow with Michigan on deck next week. And uh, there's a, there's a few others. Georgia's going to kill Missouri, I think. But um, Pitt, Florida State might get a little interesting. And then uh, USC oh, and come on, and Pitt's Washington terrible. Too. I don't know how Pitt beat Louisville. I still can't. That is the the game in college football this year that I can't explain. Usually I can explain yeah. them away. That one I cannot explain. Louisville's lost one game all year, and it was to Pitt, who's I think won two games all yep. year. <laughs> yeah, that's, I just think for a college venue, that's probably a pretty weird place to play at, at Heinz Field. It's not like Pitt's got a ton yeah. of people there. It's a small private school and small alumni base and Anyway, the, at least the Jags got the win there, so that was good. <laughs> anyway. Yeah, right. well, that, I, I tell you I, what, I, the, the, the city of Pittsburgh is not exactly uh, adorned with great football right now. Yeah, Steelers are kind of hanging around. They, they're, their ticket's not any good, I don't think, but um, they're, they're kind of like Clemson. They're, they're a quarterback away. I think they've got a – Clemson's better than their record. They just they don't have a good quarterback. He is pretty bad. Yeah, the, the weird thing I saw in Pittsburgh, Tony, is they're they're five and three, of course, with the win. They have been outscored in every, I mean, not outscored, outgained in every game this year. Yeah. Yet, yet they're still five and three, which is pretty crazy. And the college team's yeah, two and six, so that would be seven and nine total. So. <laughs> well, they, I, I was just surprised that field's still there after it got blown up in Batman. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> When the hockey team outscores the football team up there, that's that's a tough one to tough one. Not to good. But anyway, we'll be there tomorrow. I'll be the one guy still wearing blue, not because I'm a holdout. Just I, I didn't like any of the black stuff that they were selling, really. So that's um, messed up, man. Yeah, no, I know. Bad fan. No, I, you should I, just go. Why, why I'm don't you, totally with why you. Why don't you just go shirtless? I could. I mean. I gotta, it, It'd be pretty it's, it's sweet. It's hairy enough, but it's getting gray. I wouldn't be throwing black. <laughs> well, you need so. to go out and get a really good tan. That's hair club for men. <laughs> That's right. Yeah, exactly. Or you could wear a. All right, boys, wear take a, care. All right, Tony. What do they call it? Uh, where you wear a uh, like a toupee on your chest? Yeah, awesome powers. Yeah. You could wear that. Have you ever gone shirtless for a football game? I'm gonna have to go on the record and say no. <laughs> And I don't think I think all of America can pull that off in the press all of America side. Not even as a fan, not even as a kid, not even as a student. I, yeah. think I ever went shirtless. I did for uh, game day, back when Gators actually got game day to come. It was against Tennessee. We were like twelve. We were. I was in college. We were in the first row of game day, and we had a bunch of buddies 
there, and we spelled out Gators, and then I was the exclamation point at the end. My really? shirt off. So you were like putty. You were. Yes. <laughs> you didn't paint your face, though, did you? No, didn't paint the face. All right, we need to uh, step out. Final break. We'll come back and uh, wrap things up from the UF Hilton when we come back here on the tailgate. Gainesville Sports Center. Here's what's trending now. On ESPN, 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF. Good afternoon. I'm Owen Bickford. The Florida Gators football team hosts the Arkansas Razorbacks Saturday at noon. Florida will be showcasing their new all-black uniforms for a blackout in the swamp. The Gators can become bowl eligible for a second straight year under head coach Billy Napier with a win Saturday. Coverage of the game begins right here tomorrow at 8 a.m. Heading to high school football where top-ranked View Holtz hits the road to take on Trinity Catholic tonight at 7. The 20th-ranked Gators volleyball team look to get back on track as they host the 10th-ranked Tennessee Volunteers tonight at 7. Florida is coming off a loss to number 8 Arkansas on Sunday, October 29th, while Tennessee swept Texas A&M. Catch coverage of the game right here at 645. That's your Gainesville Sports Center. I'm Owen Bickford. ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM WRUF. You spoke, we listened. You wanted the easiest car buying experience ever. At Gatorland Toyota, we give you the easiest car buying experience ever. With express shopping, you can shop and buy your vehicle entirely from home. We'll even deliver your car to you. Want a customized Toyota? With our pre-order program, you can get the exact Toyota you want. And if you have a vehicle you'd like to trade or sell, we'll buy it whether you buy from us or not. Come experience how Gettles got it at Gatorland Toyota today. Visit GatorlandToyota.com for the easiest car buying experience ever. Hi, this is Dr. Art Mowry of Exceptional Dentistry. Listen to what our clients have to say about their experience at Exceptional Dentistry. Oh, they're just nice people. It's not a bad, bad trip to the dentist like it was when I was younger. You know, that was a horrible thing. And, and now it's, it's, you go in and there are nice people there. They talk to you. They don't hurt you. <laughs> this is fairly important to me. Yeah. Well, and you look forward to coming here. It's not yeah. like, oh my gosh, I'm going to the dentist. It's okay, we're going in to see everybody exceptional dentistry. It sounds silly, but it makes a difference in the way you look and feel about things. So it's not just coming to the dentist. It's we come see our friends. Exactly. They're the best. That's it. This is Dr. Kim Mowry, and if you think you have dental problems that are too big to overcome, we're here for you. Please visit us at exceptionaldentistry.com. That's exceptionaldentistry.com. International Diamond Center's most anticipated sale of the year is this weekend, Friday through Sunday. Our biggest and final storewide event. Get up to 20% off or get three years zero interest financing. Getting engaged, upgrading our diamond, looking for that perfect gift. You can't miss this. IDC's best prices on all ring earrings, bands, bracelets, fashion jewelry, even GIA certified diamonds. Save up to 20% or get three years zero interest financing. It's incredible. And it's this Friday through Sunday only and only at IDC at Celebration Point. Here's the kickoff, and this game is underway. Can't make it to the game? This season, make sure you get the best at-home experience with video and audio from Electronics World. EW features big-screen HD TVs and projectors from Sony and super sound from Yamaha, Sony, and Marantz with speakers from Bowers and Wilkins, Keff, and Martin Logan. See and hear for yourself. Visit Electronics World in Gainesville or online at electronicsworld.net. Pass, set, kill. We are your home for Gator women's volleyball. You're listening to 
to ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF, the home of the Florida Gators. And now, more of the tailgate with Jeff Cardozo and Pat Dooley. Here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF, and online at WRUF.com. All right, we'll play a quick version of Guess the Point Spread. I know we have a caller on. Okay, Kansas State, Texas, big game at noon. Texas by eight. Three and a half. Well, Kansas State has a chance to win. Uh, how about Mississippi at home against Texas A&M? Seven. Three again. What? Yeah, Mississippi. Uh, Notre Dame at Clemson. 27. Three. These are all three. I mean, this is the time of year when you get this. Of course, Florida is now down to a three-point favorite. They were they were seven when it opened. They're already down to three. They were three and a half about a half an hour ago. Now they're down to three. Uh, so those are the noon games. So we'll give you some more a little bit later. All right, let's get uh, Jack's phone call. He joins us next. Hey, Jack. Guys, uh, sorry I hadn't called. Uh, not only did I uh, get my butt kicked last week in Jacksonville, we got our butt kicked. Yeah. I got sick, so just a double whammy. So I've been horse all week and uh, doing better. But, uh, you know, it just uh, it wouldn't have been so bad if we hadn't won in the 90s or 2000s when you got to taste the victory over Georgia over a couple of years. You know what I mean? When it was the 60s and 70s, you kind of admit it, you, you kind of kind of got used to it. But this this is the first time ever, and I think I've been to at least 45 Florida Georgia games. That I left in the second quarter, and I was back in Swanee Georgia at 10:30. So <laughs> yeah, it was awesome. I don't think you were awesome. alone in leaving at that point because once it got it to be just, you know, 26 just, seven, it was like yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like and it went to, when it went to uh, yeah, it just it was just terrible, and we all knew that was going to happen, and you know just it, but again, great atmosphere. Great time with my son, and uh, sorry, I said, sorry I hadn't called, but it's not because of uh, uh, my season's been ruined, because it really has been, because I hate Georgia that bad. But, uh, yeah, it's just it's awful. And, I, you know, we're all worried about these guys playing, these guys that are hurt. Well, they haven't been doing it on the defensive line. They haven't been doing so great. Let's play the kids. Let's get some experience for next year. You know what I mean? Yeah, no, there's no doubt about that. But, I mean, uh, having your, your leading tackler out is not a good thing. And no, James, it's not. So. And th- thanks – Thanks to the city of Jacksonville for bringing in Robert Ursay one time and then bringing the new turf in. We appreciate you guys so much. Yeah, they they have already defended themselves on that, but I I saw what the turf looked like. I don't know, Jeff. You were down on the field. Did you think it was that bad? I didn't notice a ton of issues. It looked it looked bad from the overall overhead because it yeah. was all chopped up and Bumpy. everything. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, well, guys, I'm gonna tell you what. Tomorrow, it's, I think tomorrow's gonna be a nail biter. I don't. I just. I, I got. A, I got that feeling. You know what I mean? It's just gonna be a. Yeah. We're not great at twelve o'clock starts, and I, it's just gonna be a nail biter. And I just. Uh, I hope. I hope we pull them through because one of my buddies bet about fifty grand on Florida winning six plus games, six games in Vegas, and I hope for him he wins it. But wow. hey, I love the Gators, and I hope we can, we got a bunch of recruits get coming in, and I let Billy do his thing, and let's uh, you know changes are coming, and you know I still support him one hundred fifty percent. And by the way. Good for Dabo, because Steve Spurrier should have said that back in 1999, and Urban should have said it back in 2009, too. These people, you know, uh, I remember my son raising holy sand in 2009. We only beat Tennessee by 10 points, 24-14. Remember that, that day, Pat? When yeah, I remember that very well, because they wanted to, they wanted to beat the living tar out of Lane Kiffin. 
Yeah, and he ran his mouth, but then Tebow got dinged up or something happened. No, what happened was Tebow fumbled on the goal line. They were about to go up, um, I think, think 20 points, and he fumbled on the goal line. They ended up scoring, and it cut it to a 10-point game, and Lane Kiffin declared it a win after the game, which – yeah, so and, you know what? Put and, that in your pipe. And I remember that. If we but like I told my son, we beat a rival. And you know what? Now I hope everybody, you beat Tennessee or Florida and Georgia, Florida State. When we get better by a point, you enjoy it. Enjoy every win because you know what? Every day's got his day, and the dog and the, and the sun ain't shining on this Gators ass anymore. So guys, go Gators! All right, Jack. Thanks so much. It's like when I introduced uh, the Zucker the other night. I said, "Hey, you know." Eight wins, eight wins, seven wins. It sounds pretty good right now. <laughs> well, and you know, that's, I had totally forgotten about that. We've we've had so many conversations about getting bowl eligible, but yeah, that was the Vegas over under. So a lot Five of people half, that yeah. thought that Florida could get to six wins would certainly probably have voted that. I, I would have, if I could bet, said that the Gators are going to get to six wins. So that game means a lot to a lot of people a, from a betting I wouldn't have standpoint. Bet a lot, though. I, I might have bet. Yeah, that. I was pretty confident before the year started they could get six. Are you still confident? Yeah. Well, we better win this yeah. game. Then. Yes, yeah, maybe. No. That's right. My friends are going to help me out. With Hopefully so. Paying off this debt. All right. Give me a couple more spreads. In All the right. Couple minutes we got left. <laughs> well, I mean. Obviously, the Florida game I mentioned earlier has gone down to three. Um, how about uh, Washington-USC? Give me that spread. Where is it at? It's at the world's worst ballpark, U- at USC. USC. Yeah. Washington's a four-point favorite. Three. You're close. How about the uh, fighting Wildcats of uh, Mark Stoops against at Mississippi State? Ooh. Cowbell City. One and six in the league Mississippi State is right now. Kentucky six-point favorite. Four and a half. Actually, I'm sorry. They're one and six against the spread. I'm looking at the wrong. That's not good (laughs) against the spread. All right, LSU-Alabama. This is the latest line, 745 CBS doubleheader Saturday night. I am looking forward to this game. I think it's got – you've got – in my mind, you've got to have some chicken wings in the vicinity yeah. of your, of yourself watching this game. Four and a half, Bama. Bama, three. Mm. Oh, what do you think the over-under would be? Uh, 47 and a half. 61 and a half. Really? Man, they, wow. they know that LSU can't stop anybody. Well, that's and true. Nobody can stop them, but eventually somebody has to score. Okay, um, how about Miami at North Carolina State? NC State by 80. Uh, well, we're all rooting for them, but they're, Miami's a six-point favorite in that game. Um, well, let's hope NC State's not a basketball school again. <laughs> that was classic, man. That was pretty good. You can kiss my butt. <laughs> um, just, and they, just shows you coaches listen. They say they don't. Yeah. We never listen. We don't. We don't watch these pregame shows. Nope. But this guy said this. Yeah, exactly right. All right, we said a lot of things today. Hopefully, some of them were uh, appealing to your ears. I know everything that comes out of Dooley's mouth. I am very attentive for. Uh, so on. appreciate uh, Pat helping the first fifteen minutes. Oh, twelve minutes. I walked in twelve minutes late, but I was crushed, yeah, but I crushing drives more, today. I still had two more minutes. You're ready to go. Yeah. All right. Big uh, big day. No show Monday for us because we've got women's basketball. And then, of course, 
men's basketball after that. So Tuesday we'll talk about the Gators whooping up on the Hogs. Hot to talk about Tuesday. Pigs, yeah. yeah. We, will, uh, we will do it. Pigs! DG Gainesville from the Spurrier's Gridiron Grill Studios. We are ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, W.